Welcome to No Filler. I'm Quentin. And I'm Travis. And please do not adjust your radio set. For this month's What You Heard, we're kicking things off with the latest single from Gorilla Toss. This song is called Cannibal Capital. That's how you kick off a record, dude. That's the opening track on their upcoming album, Famously Alive, that's actually should be out by the time this episode releases. It should drop on the 25th of March. What a great song, man. Yeah, they're like, um, they're my new favorite, like experimental, electronic, alt, whatever you want to call these guys. That song reminded me of, let me see if you can uh, pick up what I'm putting down here, Q. March of the Swivel Heads. March of the Swivel Heads. That song on the Ferris Bueller's Day Off soundtrack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the bass line kind of reminded me of it a little bit. But um, yeah, so they're putting out a new record. I, I actually listened to that that song, Cannibal Corpse, that we just played. Um, I guess when this first came out, the single. Um, so yeah, we're just around the corner from the full release. So I'm excited about that. That could be a contender for best of 2022. We'll see how it stacks up. I'm excited too. I haven't actually listened to the other single, which is actually the the title track, famously alive. They they released it along with Cannibal Capital. But yeah, it's a full length record. Where would you put these guys? Like like are they, are they in the same at least like building as Animal Collective, like a band like that, right? Where it's like yeah. Um, well, here we go, dude. If you go to their Wikipedia page, Art Pop, I think makes sense for them. Art Pop makes sense, yeah. It also mentions No Wave. No Wave, okay. On Wikipedia. 
but it says in parentheses early. And I don't know if that means like early on in the career of the band, maybe they were more no wave or if they're saying early no wave. I'm not sure. Yeah, who knows? Uh, we did bring one of their songs last year. It all kind of falls under the same umbrella and like kind of, yeah, synthy, glitchy, electronic-y pop type stuff. Yeah. So I think you know, art pop is a good way to say it. If you wanted to really just hone in. Yeah. Art, art pop, electronic. I think it works, man. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I was a big fan of that song of theirs that you brought last year, Betty Dreams of Green Men from their album GT Ultra. That's a that's a killer track. Yeah, really good. So yeah, Q, this is our What You Heard for March coming in right at the last last second here, you know, to close out the month. Yeah, man, this is what this is dropping on the it's the 28th, right? Today's the 28th. Yeah. Not really, but yeah, that's right. <laughs> Today is definitely not the 22nd of March. It's the 28th. Before we get into it, Trav, let's take a quick ad break. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Without a healthy mind, being truly happy and at peace is hard. The good news is therapy works. But what is therapy exactly? Well, it's whatever you want it to be. Maybe you're not feeling motivated right now and would like some tools to help. Or maybe you're feeling insecure in relationships or at work. Whatever you need, it's time to stop being ashamed of normal human struggles and start feeling better because you deserve to be happy. And now you don't have to worry about finding an in-person therapist near you to help. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. And it's much more affordable than in-person therapy. And you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. Join the millions of people who are seeing what online therapy is really about. It's always a good time to invest in yourself because you are your greatest asset. And special offer to no filler listeners. You can get 10% off your first month of professional therapy at betterhelp.com slash no filler. That's betterhelp.com slash no filler. Thanks again to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. All right, Trav. So I've got a song that I think pairs really well with that Gorilla Toss song. So this is an artist that goes by Common Saints. Common Saints. Not to be confused with Pale Saints. Don't confuse them because this is nothing like Pale Saints, dude. It looks very psychedelic, the album art. Is that what we're in store for here, Q? According to Bandcamp, psychedelic soul music from the UK. Okay. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read on here. It says, some nutritious sounds for the ears and movies for the mind. So it's good for you then? It's good for you. All right. Just a quick search on Google doesn't really find too much for me on, on this group. I don't, I don't know if it's a group or if it's just one, one guy. I will look into it while the song plays. But this is just their second release. Uh, this album's called Star Child. It came out last October. And uh, I'm just going to play track number one. This song is called Fast Lane.
very cool. Love the bass line that's kind of present throughout. The drums are very like drum and bass almost, which is really cool. And then that guitar solo was great. Super tasty jam, dude. So did you find out anything about the group? I did, yeah. I had to do a little digging on Discogs. And uh, yep, it is just one guy. His name's Charlie Perry. And yeah, this is his personal project. And he is a renowned producer. So uh, that is his main gig. So it's possible that every instrument we hear is this guy? Could be him, yeah. That's cool. Could be all him. Yeah. Yeah, it says he has produced for the likes of BTS. Hello. Uh-oh. All right, well, that's where he got, he got his paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Starchild sucks up influence from an array of styles. So that's, again, that's the name of the album. Exploring these areas through fusions of psychedelic soul and funk and Balearic tendencies, all tended by memorable songwriting and production nuos. And I like this quote here from Charlie at the top. Uh, so this is an article from I Am Your not familiar with this uh, website, but it says here, the idea you could create a song from basically nothing was a phenomenon for me, like being an alchemist. I knew then that was all I wanted to do. And that speaks to being a, a musical producer and for being a solo act, you know, especially one that, uh, you know, like Tycho comes to mind or Lossel or Washed Out, all those one act musicians that just do everything, right? Mm-hmm. It's like you're an alchemist, just creating something out of nothing. Really great stuff. The whole whole album's like this. Just super tasty, man. So again, that was Fast Lane. That's track one off of Common Saints' album, Star Child. And I'm going to pass it on to you, Trev. What you got? Okay. So I'm going to start us off with a artist under the 100% Electronica record label. Now, have you heard of that, Q? I have not. Have you heard of George Clanton? Yes. Okay. So he is the founder of that label, and his debut record was called That 100% Electronica. So anyway, it's a electronic music label that sort of caters to vaporwave artists. However, the label is not just vaporwave music and this artist in particular is kind of more your traditional like electronic dance kind of music but being that it's under this label she has kind of this 90s flair which is i feel like vaporwave has this like 90s internet you know aesthetic to it and stuff like that and so with her so her name is um vitesse x is how you say it i guess and even her logo kind of looks like a 90s rave logo. But um, what she sort of does, and let me just sort of read from her bio here. This is kind of a good way to describe it. Her songs recognize the history of rave music as a vehicle for surreal, otherworldly, and most of all, emotional pop songs. Swirling together technicolor synth programming from that tradition with a technical approach she honed in her years as an esteemed sound engineer. Her work feels nostalgic and future at once. Which is kind of what Vaporwave is in a way, and what like Chillwave was and stuff like that, right? Where it's like, like we talk about hypnagogic, right? It sounds, it sounds nostalgic, but it also sounds like contemporary and modern, right? Yeah, you can't necessarily point to exactly why it brings up feelings of nostalgia, but it does. Yeah. 
that description excites me. I don't know if you remember Peggy Goo, that artist I brought to the table for our, our favorites of 2021. Yeah, the name rings a bell. That might as well have been the same person that you described. So I'm, I'm excited to hear this. Well, here's let me just read this, this sentence here because this, this jumped out at me. Vitesse X, and by the way, her name, her real name is Jordan Stern. And apparently she was involved with some chill wave acts in the 2010s. And I couldn't find the bands that she was a part of. I tried finding it on, on her Discogs page and just tried Googling her name and stuff. But either way, she had actually gained, uh, one of the bands that she was in gained some attention in a record label and they toured and stuff, but I wasn't able to track it down. But either way, uh, it says she fell in love with the expansive possibilities of music when she was a teenager listening to acts like Radiohead, Aphex Twin, and Fortet who wrung powerful feelings out of intricate, genre-blurring productions. That's some great influences, dude. Great description, right? I mean, that tees it up. Here is a song from 2021. Uh, This song is called Repress Reprise. it right there man that is it yeah it's got a lot of great great elements to it and you can hear definitely like the the like the rave dance music influence right and she actually before she started making music on her own she was like a dj 
in New York. Just amazing how much her path was very similar to Peggy Goose. She was a DJ before she got into producing, heavily, you know, influenced by the like the rave or like the trance scene, you know, from the nineties. And yeah, her music sounds very similar. The more and more she she started to DJ around the city, as it says here, it uh, clarified her affection for the blissful rush of dance music. And so she sort of t- brings that into this kind of sound. But her vocals are very dream poppy, sho- shoegazy almost. And that's the thing. Like I actually said that she was in some chill wave bands. Uh, it says here she actually began playing guitar and bass in punk shoegaze and chill wave outfits. So she's like super versatile. That's awesome. Uh, and one of the bands, I wish they mentioned it, says that uh, it gained ground in the early 2010s blog scene. What? We know all about that blog scene. That's that was our scene, man. Yeah. So anyway, so she you know, she used to she used to play play guitar and or bass in some sort of an indie outfit that took off in the 2010s and now she's DJing, you know, in New York putting out this kind of stuff. So, very versatile musician. She has a new record out this year that I'm actually saving. For our end of year. I'm already looking ahead, Q. That's exciting to hear, dude. I held on to a song that was dope. Because I'm going to share it at the end of the year. So again, that was Vitesse X. And that song was called Repress Reprise. I'm going to throw it back to you, Q. All right, man. So going back to our favorites from 2021. You remember Alice Phoebe Lou? Hard to forget her music. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I brought one of her songs, Only When I, which is actually the opening track off of her album Glow from last year. Uh, I brought that as one of my favorites. And uh, earlier last year, I brought a track from a group called Strong Boy. You remember that, dude? Remember that song, Tough Girl? I remember the name. Well, I had that revelation that Strong Boy is Alice Phoebe Lou and uh, longtime friend and bandmate Ziv Yaman. So it's just a duo. And man, everything that they make together is just beautiful, dude. I love it. Love it. Love it. And this is a new-ish single from them. Came out February 25th, so not that long ago. And Trav, you're going to, dude, you're going to love, love this song. Okay. That's a guarantee. All right. All right, here we go. This song is called Fool Around.
Kind of like a I don't, Motown sound. Uh, I mean, I'm trying. I'm grasping here, but like the uh, the, the, the just that that organ or, or keyboard sound kind of had like a like a like a 50s 60s sound to it, at least to me. Like I said, I was grasping there, but <laughs> had kind of a, a, a kind of a throwback sound. Super retro, super retro. And her other song, "Tough Girl," that I immediately fell in love with. When I heard it last year, similar vibes. And it kind of reminded me of like a not so jazzy Sade, just kind of like smooth pop music. Hmm. Okay. I think we're, I think we're both stretching. (laughs) So somewhere between Motown and and Sade (laughs) in the world, in the vast world between those two sounds is this song here. Well, really just the vibes that she brings in general as strong boy. Yeah. That's that's the awesome thing about Alice Phoebe Lou, dude. She is very eclectic. And um, like even just from song to song on her album from last year, Glow, just wide ranging. And I mean, she's just so talented. Dude. I, like she's one of my favorite artists as of now. Everything that she does is fantastic. Reading the article headline that you got here, fiery and funky. Maybe that's a good way to describe it. Yeah, it's definitely funky, and I think that's what I was thinking about when I was when I said Motown. Yeah, that's probably the wrong realm of music, but I mean, it's got kind of a classic soulful sound to it. Well, and we can't leave uh, Ziv Yaman out of the mix, dude. You know, he's bringing those those tasty synth licks. So yeah, I'm I'm excited to hear more from either of her her projects, her her alter ego Strong Boy, and her her solo stuff. Just terrific all around, dude. Love it. So again, that was Fool Around by Strong Boy. I'll pass it back to you, brother. All right. So I'm going to credit the Ambient Music subreddit for this one. And sometimes, you know, it really does come down to the album art. Sometimes we'll dry in and you're like, that album art looks dope. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. All the time. You know, odds are if the album art is dope, the record's going to be dope. I wonder if that's something that our age group and older like to do because it, you know, back when when I was flipping through CDs at CD Addict, shout out to Mark Burke, it came down to the, the CD art almost all, every time, you know, because you're, you're flipping through just a genre that you like. Yeah. If you don't know the artist, it's, it all comes down to the, the art. You're, I mean, you're taking a risk, but sometimes it pays off. So this has like this really cool, I don't know if you can see that thumbnail cue. Yeah, I love it. But it looks like sort of like this uh, this illustration, right? This uh, Almost like a- I like that style a lot. Comic book style art. Yeah. It just looks cool. Solid colors, no gradients. Yeah. Really well, well executed album art there. Anyway, so this guy's name is, or he goes by Sonimon. And all I know about him, and he, he's basically like a California, LA based electronic musician and- I can see why this record was recommended on the ambient music subreddit, but sometimes, a lot of times on that subreddit, it's like straight what you would think of when you think of ambient music. This is more IDM, 
electronic ambient, which I love. That's your that's your jam, man. It's my jam, dude. You've got playlists that are thousands of tracks long. It's my bread and my butter. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this came out last year. The record is called Zalix. So here we go. This song is called Javelin. That is what what I'm always searching for in that vein. If you like that, yeah, you like the rest of the record. Now that song is a little bit more has a little bit more energy to it than some of the other ones, but you know that's all part of the journey that you're on here. So, and then with that one, he even threw in kind of like a female vocal sample mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, so yeah, like in the in the world of like electronic music, this is like I would put this under like yeah IDM, like the IDM umbrella, which I've always loved. Tycho kind of falls under that. Um, Boards of Canada is kind of like the, 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 the group where that, I think that term was kind of coined for them. Intelligent dance music, right? Yeah. Well, you turned me on to Andy Stott. Yeah. And he's a little bit darker, right? Yeah. I love that stuff. Again, that guy, uh, his name, he goes by Sonamon. Uh, and yeah, that album was called Zalix. That song was called Javelin. I'm going to throw it back to you, Q. All right, Trav. So letting up despite great faults is back. And they haven't released a record in eight years. They kind of split and did their own thing for a while, and they're back. And if you don't know, I'm just going to say L-U-D-G-F. If you don't know what they're all about, they are the epitome of, and I'm just going to quote uh, K-E-X-P, blissful, fuzzed-out dream pop. They're like a warm, snuggly blanket, dude. And uh, their latest album, it's, it's called Four, just dropped this month. I'm going to play one of my favorites off the record. The song is called New Ground. 
feeling good. <laughs> like I'm in a warm blanket. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. So I mean, these guys are these guys are in in the in the shoegaze um, under the shoegaze umbrella, but they're more. You know what they do is add like a little bit of a kind of like an indie pop flair to it, right? So maybe dream pop is better is a better term for them. Dream pop, and even like there's there's some moments of like new wave, and in this album specifically because they they kind of approach this album a little bit differently. You know, if you go back to their their uh, self titled debut from '09, it is more washed out in that wall of sound. You know, it is more classic shoegaze sound. But to quote this this write up here. Sonically, the group's sound uh, on this new album explores a more aggressive, forward-leaning approach wherein Lee elected to break the hermetic shield of synths and filtering. So it's kind of more at the forefront, his vocals and, and the the way it's produced. And um, yeah, a lot of these songs are, are just straight up like more new wave pop. Yeah, I can hear that. And that's a good call that like their first record or their early stuff was kind of and you said washed out, but I actually thought about washed out the chill wave artist. Yeah, so we we featured them on on New Dust, and I'm sure they made the rounds on all the blogs. Yeah, I got to interview one of them for. Oh, the, you did for the for blog? blog? Yeah. Wow, how did I forget about that? Anyway, but yeah, I I, I credit them to kind of like reinvigorating my curiosity for for really what shoegaze means because before that, shoegaze to me was my bloody Valentine because I hadn't really dove into that genre yet and. Um, yeah, man, they definitely helped, helped me like cultivate that love, dude. And I mean, that's like probably our favorite genre, right? Yes, definitely. So yeah, that is again, new ground from letting up despite great faults, latest album four and uh rapid fire back to you, brother. What you got? All right. So credit goes to our father for reminding me of this guy. Um, but this is another, I think this was literally somebody who emailed us when we had that music blog. So very, um, it's a good way to segue from your pick Q. This is a Helsinki based, uh, DJ, or I guess electronic producer who goes by Baxter. His real name is Willie Baxter. And I remember probably including this either doing a write-up on this record or just featuring it in my weekly post that I did called Electric Saturdays. But yeah, my dad was like, hey, I'm listening to this record because I, I bought the CD for him years ago. And uh, I was like, man, that's, it, that was a really great record. Let me cue it up again. Yeah, I don't remember this artist at all. Yeah, it's great, man. It's uh, His vocals are really interesting because and this is a reference that you and I might be the only ones who, who know who this artist is because of our dad, ironically enough. But his vocals remind me of this jazz singer named Michael Franks. He has this very soft jazz, playful kind of jazz voice. Uh, I don't know how else to describe it. That's Michael Franks, dude. <laughs> playful jazz. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this is a electronic record. Um, and he sings on it and his voice is kind of has this kind of soft, almost jazzy quality to it. But, you know, if I were to try to narrow down, uh, some other labels kind of throw on it, it's got kind of a disco vibe to it as well. So it's got like a synthy disco-y electronic sound to it. Plus his vocals and the lyrics are, are also kind of what make it great. So I'm going to play a song off of this record. The name of the record is called In Between. So again, this guy's name is Baxter. 
I'm going to play a song here called Going Soon. He was doing like Mallsoft Vaporwave before Mallsoft Vaporwave was a thing. <laughs> yeah, well, this came out in 2009. It's in the same vein as like Toro y Moi or maybe like Neon Indian, all around the same time. That's right, yeah. But he has a little bit more kind of synth poppy sound to him. Yeah. But yeah, I just remember really loving this record. The whole thing is great. And here's the thing that blew me away, dude. This seems to happen more often than not. Because I wanted to find out who this guy was. Because, like, you know, unfortunately, if you click on his artist profile in Spotify, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, there's like five artists named Baxter, and all of them have their records under this one Spotify profile. So it's like, Ugh. you know, none of this other stuff on here is from him, right? Man, I got to figure out a way to, to sort that out. <laughs> I know, I know. But anyway, so I wanted to look into the guy and see, like, what else has he done, right? So... He mostly releases stuff under the name Willie Baxter, but um, he had a, a he has a blog spot, which is like this old blog platform that he still uses. And December of last year, he said he had a title on a on a blog post that just said 
new album 2022 so here we go dude I, I, this always happens it happens all the time it happens all the time it's like i reconnect with an artist that i haven't listened to in a long time and either they're touring and they're going to be in my neck of the woods like the next month or they're about to put out a new record or something so it's like you know anyway so i was reading his blog post here i was kind of excited because he's saying that he's been listening to a lot of 70s pink floyd uh as well as early 80s elo Ooh. air which you and i both love mm. elton john etc so he's been listening to a lot of like old 70s stuff so that's probably going to go into that sound right that he's working on wow so anyway i will be paying attention to that and looking forward to that so anyway that guy again he he goes by baxter at least for this record he's also known as willie baxter that's probably his real name this album was called in between and that song was called going soon all right q what you got so this is a duo that i really need to dive a little deeper into because they've been around for over 10 years and i'm really only familiar with one song of theirs um the song i'm I'm thinking of is the good ones which is Mm. such a good song like i i can't tire of it so it's singer songwriter molly hamilton and guitarist robert earl thomas and man so actually I'll, i'll just read this right up here it says a project perennially anchored by warm, expansive arrangements, references to 90s dream pop, 60s psychedelia, and a certain unshakable Pacific Northwestness. <laughs> Pacific Northwestness, actually. I know what I'm in store for here. Yeah, yeah. So they just dropped a new album this month. So this is another brand new record. And this is in the running for me, dude, for, for best album of the year. I It's just oh, such a beautiful record. And I'm only going to spoil track one. So you only get a feel for how it kicks off, you know? That way you can you can enjoy the rest of it without knowing what's to come. So just get ready, man. And, and just, just get ready to press play on this album. And this one deserves your attention and, you know, a proper listen. So this is brand new album from Widow's Peak. The album is called The Jacket, and this song is called While You Wait.
Yeah, I love the way that kind of flute synthesizer thing really provided like the main sort of like uplifting part of the song. Like it had this nice like compared to her voice at least added a nice like contrast because like her voice was very like almost like lackadaisical, you know, kind of like lazy kind of delivery, like very like monotone almost. But then that flute constantly in the background sort of like added this like the soaring sort of like uplifting sound to it because you know with flutes you think of like birds and shit you know yeah pleasant imagery comes to mind and then that very again like very like lazy barely fuzzy kind of guitar strum that just kind of happened those two chords that kind of come in there it's interesting uh so let me read a, a couple things here that just really sums this album up and their sound up really well says, dynamics shift seamlessly between gentle, drifting ballads and twangy jams built up from layered guitars, dusty percussion, and ambling bass lines. Thomas's guitar playing is as lyrical and emotive as it's ever been, and Hamilton's voice, comfortable and effortless. Yeah, but it's it's got this sort of like lazy delivery to it, at least on that song, and I thought I thought it worked really well with the flute. Because it provided this nice contrast that really worked well, I thought. Basically, I just, I, I love the flute. I love it. <laughs> I think it works well. It's, uh, yeah, the way they layer it is, is very cool. Yeah. Yeah, really well done. Well, give that album a listen. It is a real treat, man. A real treat. So again, that is The Jacket by Widow's Peak. All right, man. We're rounding third base. Just, just about. I'm getting there. We're like at the shortstop. Got three more tracks. What you been hearing lately, brother? Okay, so I dipped my toes into the vaporwave pool again since we last recorded a What You Heard. So I'm going to bring a, a vaporwave song, like a, a true vaporwave song. This guy, he goes by Aurograph, and he his real name is Hector Carlos Ramirez. He is from Texas, Q. That's where we're from. That's that is where you and I are from. That's where I currently reside. But uh, apparently, back in the day, he played in some hardcore and punk bands in Laredo, Texas. Before I moved to Austin, prompted his fascination with synthesizers and samplers, which I thought was kind of funny because usually it's like you go to Austin and then you join hardcore and punk bands, right? So anyway, um, he actually has a pretty impressive uh, resume on him. He actually has composed and mixed for shows like Stranger Things whoa, and Nat Geo's Valley of the Boom. And he's collaborated with artists like Survive, which if you know anything about Stranger Things, you know that Survive is basically the dudes that, that did uh, the Stranger Things soundtrack. I think the, the guy's name is like Kyle, Kyle Dixon and Michael Stein. So anyway, so he you know he works with those guys basically, but under Aurograph, um, he's been doing um, this kind of electronic stuff under that name since 2018, and this record compared to the rest of his stuff that I've listened to has a different sound to it, and I really like it. It's a brand new record. The name of the album is Eight Eights, and I mean it's literally just the number eight eight times, and the track numbers or the tracks are just like. Seemingly random numbers that, or I should say, seemingly random six-digit numbers that start with two and one. 
So it was kind of hard for me to remember which one I liked. What does it all mean? But anyway, I think this, you know, like we said earlier, Vaporwave is kind of like this homage to like 90s synth sound, I guess, if you will. Um, And this record in particular makes me think of a couple of things. One is the GoldenEye soundtrack, or at least parts of it, which is this guy, this composer named Eric Serra, who also did the Fifth Element soundtrack. And then probably more so is the X-Files music. Oh, now my ears are perked, brother. Now, not the theme song, but like the stuff that you would hear on, on, you know, on an episode or something like that. So that composer's name is Mark Snow. I had to give credit to those two dudes. Um, But anyway, I'm just going to let you hear it for yourself. Uh, This song is called 210907. to to play multiplayer goldeneye for some reason dude i love it i freaking love this stuff man it reminds me of like those yeah those 90s like sci-fi what was that one uh computer game where you're you're kind of like looking around for clues i think it was called like mist or something oh yeah mist yeah gives me those vibes robin miller i think his name is is a composer yeah i yeah totally that's a good call and that's another 90s it's a 90s computer game right so um yeah i could just like I could just see Scully like running around with her her gun drawn like in the forest, you know, looking for some greys and stuff. Is it time that I give X Files a proper watch, dude? Still haven't done it. I know it's one of your favorites. The answer to that question is always going to be yes. <laughs> watch the original series. Um, it's great. It's just fun, dude. It's just a blast. I've seen a good chunk of it. Yeah, I I, I really enjoyed it. I just it just kind of fell off the list. It's it's great, man. 
it, you know, it kind of has a monster of the week kind of vibe to it. Right. But there are episodes, and you can even find threads on like the X File Reddit for like here are the episodes to watch if you just want the main plot points and like the main story because like they had so many episodes to fulfill in a season that they just had these random episodes and then they'd have a few sprinkled in for like the main plot points you know so but i like the fun random episodes they're kind of what make it enjoyable anyway so that guy he went by autograph um that song was called 210907 uh, if you want to write that down or just go listen to the record it's his newest record but yeah most of his stuff is a little bit more straightforward like synth pop synth wave type stuff so that that's kind of what stood out to me about this record. It has that, more of that darker kind of vibe to it and reminded me of, like I said, 90s like sci-fi type stuff, which I love. Okay, Q, what is your last pick for us today? All right, so um, I'm pretty excited about this group. Um, it's another fairly new band. They're just working on releasing their debut album. They've just dropped a few singles so far. They are a british indie pop band and wouldn't you know it trav the word twee has found its way back to this podcast there it is where has it been all this time it's been there the whole time q we just haven't (laughs) haven't seen it overlooked it so uh this is a trio uh led by anuska sokolo the band is called honey glaze and um i've only heard two songs of theirs one of them is called burglar which was a single they released last year it's like a dark duet like it's kind of a back and forth between her and one of the other members she just dropped her latest single earlier this month it's just a solid twee song dude very playful very like lyrically heavy like you know just telling a a simple story i think you'll like it dude It's, it's very fun so again this is Honey Glaze, the song is called Female Lead. I watched my favorite movie And thought that maybe I could be Just like the female lead So I went out to buy some bleach I put it in my black hair my mother
love the lyrics. Yeah, man. <laughs> so great. I love how like conversational it is. Yeah. And I love how it starts as like a kind of a singer songwriter thing. And then the rest of the band joins her and you get this great, very smooth, like bass line and, 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 and stuff and drums and whatnot. Like, I, I, yeah, I think it was really, really well done. That's a good, uh, this is their first material that they're putting out. Yeah, their debut album is called Speedy Wonderground, and it's set to release April 29th, so next month. Yeah, that's great. She says about the song here, I was overwhelmed by the state of the world during the first lockdown and constantly being surrounded by bad news. It was a time when people were playing with changing their appearance, and I felt incapable of writing anything of any actual importance. So I decided to write about something as completely arbitrary as dyeing my hair. I was inspired by the song Leader of the Pack by the Shangri-Las and the narrative heavy pop songs that were coming out of the Brill Building during the 60s. Uh, that's cool. That's that twee, dude. That's that yeah, yeah pop. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really stoked to hear more from them. Um, if you want to hear what else, like what other kind of vibes they bring, check out Burglar, um, which is another single that dropped last year. Very good, dude. And the lyrics are, are really, really great. Like, the, that song kind of threw me for a loop when I first heard it. But I'm going to pass it on to you, Trev. How are you going to bring us home? Hey, yeah, I'm going to bring us full circle here, Q, because I actually mentioned his name earlier. But I've got a song here from George Clanton to close us out. So I stumbled upon, probably bounced back to him through the vaporwave hole that I fell into. But... um so yeah, George Clanton is like a, a, again the, the founder of the 100% Electronica record label, and he just puts out a bunch of great electronic music. He collaborates with a bunch of people. Oh, he's the one that collaborated with the guy from 311, right? Nick Hexum, yeah, yeah. So we brought that in. Um, I think that was the best of 2020. Yeah, that's a fun record. Yeah. So anyway, that's all you really got to know about this guy. So this song is called "Tie Me Down." Off of his 2018 record, Slide.
That was great. Reminded of... Uh, Tell me... Okay, say it. Because <laughs> maybe we'll have the same thought here. Beck. Yep, that's exactly what <laughs> His vocals almost made me like look it up and be like, did, did he have Beck on the record? Because... Well, not only just the voice, but like the way that he produces this electronic music is very Beck. Yeah, and this, you know, he, he's a very versatile dude. Um, if you listen to like his, his first stuff, his first record... Yeah, it's more sort of lo-fi, synthy type stuff. But yeah, this song almost had kind of a, it had kind of a 90s structure to it, almost, a little bit, with the verse, at least. And then, yeah, he sounds like Beck toward the end there a little bit, the way he's, he's styling his vocals. Just a great song. But yeah, George Clanton, he's sort of a, um, you know, he's responsible for a lot of Vaporwave. Let's just put that out he's there. He's definitely a, a powerhouse and like a mainstay for sure. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. And like I said, he collaborates with a bunch of people. Very uh, prolific, prolific guy. He's putting out music all the time. Again, that song was called Tie Me Down. It was off his 2018 record, Slide. And that's going to wrap us up here, Q, for this month's What You Heard mixtape. Well, that was a fun one. More eclectic than I thought it was going to be. Good mix, yeah. So, yeah, next week... We're going to go right back to where we left off with our 90s alt-rock marathon that we've kind of been doing with a band called Hum, which I'm excited about, man. I'm going to talk about Downward is Heavenward, which is a record they put out in 1998, I believe, which is one of my favorite 90s records, hands down. So I'm excited about that. That's a great, great band. I'm definitely excited to to check it out. And I'm also excited that, you know, we're starting to kind of build out a roadmap to stay in this pocket. Well, yeah. What are we doing after this? We're doing... Um, we're going to do Lush. We're going to cover Lush's debut record from 91. Yeah. And from Lush, I feel like we could bounce to a lot of different stuff. Yeah. That works really well with that record. So this is our wheelhouse, really, I think. It's really everything that we love, you know? Yeah, I always go back to, to 90s rock because it's just, to me, it just seems like the most wide-ranging like variety of rock was happening in the 90s, you know? Yeah. And that's why it's like, it feels like you can barely scratch the surface. And yeah, we'll definitely get into that when we cover that debut album from Lush because it kind of blew me away, dude. There's just so much on that record that I just was not expecting. Yeah, a lot of different kind of sounds on that record. All right, so you can check us out on... Instagram at no filler podcast. That is the best way to get in touch with us. Send us a, a, a PM on there. As always, you can find us on the Pantheon Podcast Network, pantheonpodcasts.com, the music centered podcast network. Big thanks to AKG for supporting the show. And that's going to do it for us today. Uh, I thought it'd be fun to to outro out with that uh, Shangri-La's song that Honeyglaze mentioned as uh, influence for her for that female lead song. So we're going to fade out with Leader of the Pack by the Shangri-La's. If you don't know this song, you know this song. You just don't realize you do. That's going to do it for us today. Next week, we'll be coming at you with some hum. Until then, thank you as always for listening. My name's Quentin. My name is Travis. Is she really going out with him? Well, there she is. Let's ask her. Betty, is that Jimmy's ring you're wearing? Mm-hmm. Gee, it must be great riding with him. Is he picking you up after school today? Mm-mm. By the way,
It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.